You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop, the show that's a little bit of everything with a K-Pop twist. Visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com for more information about the show. That's 17-C-A-R-A-T-K-P-O-P.weebly.com. Enjoy the show! Today's clip show is dedicated to talking about SM Entertainment and its artists, from Red Velvet to Super M, a lot of NCT content to get to, Taemin, lots to talk about, all sorts of comments and music video theories and just tons of overall content related to SM Entertainment artists that I've made the past few years of the show, so enjoy. There's this thing called the Law of Attraction, and from a philosophical standpoint, the Law of Attraction is all about how what we put out into the world affects what we give back, you know? You do good in the world, and you'll get good back in return. It's all about karma, really, by another name. And the Law of Attraction, basically, the diagram of it tends to be a triangle, where you have what you manifest in one side, and the other two sides of the triangle refer to the physical action and the metaphysical action that you take to get there. So it's about the concrete steps mixed with the thoughts that you think you can do it. So it's about the right mindset and the concrete action that leads to your manifestation of something positive or negative, which will reflect back towards you. So that's what the law of attraction is in a nutshell. And how we, what we surrounds us mirrors us, what mirrors us surrounds us. We are responsible for shaping our own reality, which of course has to do with the socially constructed view of the world that Friedrich talked about. So, what does this have to do with NCT? So, I've been thinking a lot about this. So again, this part is going to be all my theory. Um, totally all my theory. I could be totally wrong and that's okay, but this is the theory I got into. So, thinking about the law of attraction... There is this diagram NCT posted once that I continue to revert back to and think about where they showed a picture of these circles that were kind of lined up and these circles were overlapping a bit but lined up. So Venn diagrams of sorts that showed and then there was an arrow cutting through the middle where it showed NCT Dream and then like, or no, it was NCT 2018 and then an arrow to NCT 127 or Dream and then an arrow to question mark. So this was before Wavy was a a thing. And so, anyway, so there was this arrow and overlapping circles. So a few things here, and I know I could totally be reaching on all of this and this could all mean nothing, but just let me have this. So basically my theory is, okay, so this represents a couple things. That image was huge because it showed the lining of circles in a way that looked like the alignment of planets or the alignment of the sun, moon, and earth that happens during an eclipse and a red moon. I'm just saying there could be that uh, symbolism hidden in there. Then you have the fact that there's the arrow basically cutting a line between the two halves of the circle. So now you've got the mirror image. I'm just saying, a mirror image here. Maybe we're about to talk about a Mobius strip storyline with two different worlds. Keep that in mind. Then, if you think about it, there is a... When all the NCT members finally came together in 2018, all 21, for 2018, they basically had these promo pics where they were... They were sitting on this balcony ledge. It was for the Boss video promos. And Taeyeon's in the front with the red hair. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, they're on this balcony type thing with a diagonal or triangular corner. So basically, the shape of the picture shows that they're sitting on a triangle. 
a triangle like the Law of Attraction diagram. So basically, when NCT all came together, they're showing a Law of Attraction, and just stick with me here, just stick with me here. And so that is something I've been thinking about a lot, is that that seems to be one of the influences here. All right, so we'll get back to that thought in a minute. Let's look at some NCT lyrics that will back up my claims. So in the go, in the song Go, Mark is talking about, you know, he says another quote, another pain, another page. If no one can understand me, then my dream will make you understand. So he's trying to make you see his dreams. Trust your ego and for everything else closed. This isn't just my monologue. We're dreaming together. Dreamers shout back. They're talking about the concept of dreaming. So keep that in mind. Then we have lyrics in Yesterday, and that is when Taeyeon basically says, quote, I'm sorry for yesterday, but today's me doesn't know you. Basically saying he's a brand new person now. Then, quote, an obstacle's blocking me. I need the courage to break through and wake me up from this dream. All right, so let's think about those dream references as we talk about the timeline of this. In 2016, they released songs called Wake Up, Another World, Paradise, and Mad City. They probably wanted to contrast Paradise, Mad City, talking about a different world, just saying. 2018, we had Dear Dream and Dreaming. So Dear Dream came out and the song Dreaming came out by NCT 127. 2019, we had Dream Run, Dream Launch, Boom by NCT Dream, and Wakey Wakey. All about being awake and dreams, and then Boom... Then in 2020, we had Boom by NCT127. I don't think those uh, were not partner songs by coincidence. And in 2020, we have Daydream and Dreams Come True. Then with Wavy, we had Awaken the World up from here, like it can only go up from here, and Turn Back Time. So, that's a lot. But then we have other contrasts too. Like, My First and Last was an NCT Dream song, and End to Start was an NCT127 song first and last, and then end to start. There are verses, this whole thing, NCT Dream Storyline, NCT 127's Wavies. I don't know, I'm feeling like these are parallel universe type storylines. Then we have NCT Dream release Quiet Down, and NCT 127 release Sit Down. Then we have, okay, this one's a bigger reach, but just trust me. NCT Dream had this on Puzzle Piece, and NCT 127 had a song that goes, We Can Solve It. Puzzle piece, we can solve it. I'm just saying. Okay, there's even more I've, I've noticed. So there is a lot here, though. And then you've got Johnny, who, ran the, who drove the race car in the regular video, and then Mark drove the race car in the Super M video. So I'm just saying, there are a lot of connections between Super M and NCT and Wavy and all of it. And so this, to me, is so huge how... Okay, how I know this may sound totally wild, but I've just been wondering if this is all this is all my theory of what I think is they're they're saying is that NCT Dream and NCT One Two Seven and Wavy are all like a little like the Luna storyline, where Luna storyline is basically like the Mobius strip where you have Earth and then you have like the ideal world and then the opposite. Um, I don't even know if I can say the word on a podcast, H-E-L-L, but basically that's what one represents, and then you have heaven and earth. And so, to me, like, way V is down there, and then they're sinning up from here, they gotta get up from there. 
and then you have NCT in this dream world, and you know, one subunit keeps going into like regular Earth, and then I mean, I just feel like these are kind of like that Luna storyline in that way, where it's a Mobius strip situation, it's a parallel world situation, it's half dreaming, half reality situation. All right, and you want further proof, even. The actual album description, the official album description released for the NCT's regular album was, it is, quote, a highly conceptualized compilation of tracks that bridge the dream world with reality. So I'm pretty much right about that part. Then if you look at Johnny's interlude from the regular to irregular, he says in the monologue, in the interlude, all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. So keep that in mind as well. I was also thinking about when all the members finally came together for that Back on Black and Boss. Well, Boss wasn't all of them, but you know what I mean. It was that NCT 2018 era. And so Back on Black came out. And you know what's interesting about the color back, the, sorry, the color black that they went to? The wearing black attracts everything. It does. It absorbs everything. The color black absorbs everything. It's really the absence of color, but we're not going to go into the science of it right now, but, and the technicalities there. But white, the color white is what people wear in the summer when it's hot out because it reflects everything, whereas black absorbs the heat. So black attracts everything. Think about that. They're going back to black, attracting everything, and we're talking about the law of attraction. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something there. I don't know. Just something to think about. Then, think about the number 127. Yes, I know they said that those are the coordinates of soul and that's all it means. But in terms of angel numbers, the angel number 127 is, I looked this up, the angel number 127 is basically a symbol of manifesting your dreams into reality. So it does have deeper meaning, and it also shows that your belief in your abilities and your journey will act to propel you to success. So basically saying that if you manifest this, hence the law of attraction, you will make your dream a reality. So NCT's whole storyline is the law of attraction in manifesting things and making them happen so that your dream world merges with the real world and that in the process hopefully you get rid of the totally evil world that I think Way V is stuck in. So stick with me a little more here while I talk about some stuff. Way V has, in the Termic Time video, they seem to be in different rooms that symbolize different evils. So I'm thinking this is a Seven Sins um, metaphor being at play here. So the punishments technically for the Seven Sins include things that you saw in the video. So the punishments for the Seven Sins are you're broken on the wheel, they say. You've, you get submersion for using water. Um, you get set on fire, force-fed rats. There's a lot of like gross stuff, but yeah. And there's the big one to keep in mind is that the punishment for greed is boiling oil. And we saw the boiler room in that video that kept getting hotter, I'm just saying. And so I think Wavy members, especially because in the video there were 14 pills shown, so it's like each of the seven members has to choose between the good or evil pill. That's a whole other reference we could talk about, but I feel like they're referencing the seven sins. And why are they referencing the seven sins? Because 
seven sins symbolize basically you've sacrificed your ability to get into heaven, which means that they are in the you-know-where, which goes with this whole theory of mine. So I'm just saying that's another thing to think about. Then think about Win-Win. So Win-Win's character, yeah, we could talk about literally how it's frustrating that he was basically kicked out of NCT 127 and went to go with Wavy and all that, and if he really had a say in that. We'll talk about that later. But just for the storyline's sake, what if it kind of was intentional? Think about Win-Win's character. So... In the regular music video, was that was the last main comeback, I believe, where Win-Win, well, and Simon Says, but the Regulate era was Win-Win's final time with NCT 127. And in that era, we saw him in the regular video fall. He just was on top of the building, he raised his arms and fell backwards. So, okay, this is pretty dark, so, and trigger warning if you don't want to even hear, like, a, a, a metaphor for... Um, death, but what if Win-Win fell off that building on purpose because he realized life wasn't, um, what was the purpose of life for him if he was just going to focus on material things? Because the song regular is all about, I need the bag, I need the money, I need the jewels, and he wasn't happy with that, so his character died by by thinking the the greed isn't worth it the materials do not buy happiness and so he just gave up or you know I don't know a better way to put it but what I mean that could be part of the storyline too so his character basically got killed off refusing to conform to those evils that are in the world but then he ended up you know, and he ended up then kind of being praised for giving up greed because in the Simon Says promo, he got that sash that showed um, that he was basically like the winner. In the Simon Says video, you know, he had like the pageant sash outfit and the whole, um, the white robe and everything. Like he was a deity after he had given up greed. I'm thinking that was a big character move for him. How that connects to him suddenly going into the wavy world, I don't know. That's another story and debate we should have, but something to keep in mind. So, there's a lot to unpack here, I think. But my overall theory is that the all the contrasts and parallels between the, what the NCT subunits do are intentional and they're connected. And they tell this story about what you attract in your life and how you reflect and shape your own reality. And what is a dream and what is not. And I think those are the concepts that NCT is talking about. Not in a concrete way as in this is the answer and this is how you should look at it, but just in a way where, yeah, that is how it is looked at. So that is something to keep in mind. So one quick final word on this. The connections to Super M go farther than Mark driving the car, I think. Because there are parts in NCT videos where you see those ball type things, like the silver balls. You know that in the Super M they were like weight that were up above them in the air as they were dancing. Just rewatch Japping if you need to know what I'm talking about. But in that video, those things come up in NCT videos as well. Those balls that seem to have a lot of power, like those are their energy sources. Keep that in mind as well. That This is like all a game that might be being manipulated. And I do think Super M is part of this story world as well. Because, okay, now here's a, a bigger leap, but I think... First of all, Mark in the regular video got to walk a tiger, and now in Super M he sings Tiger Inside. Another connection, but also, think about 
the aspect of clones that we've talked about. How, like, in Sunmi's video and these other videos, they've had multiples of themselves to show the different sides of their personality and their struggle with coming to grips with all of them and accepting the good and the bad personalities. That is here, too, because in the Super M promo videos, Taeyeon has a bunch of clones and they're all watching in the movie theater his performance. See? It reminds me of that Boa video, or it reminds me of the other clone videos where they're watching themselves and other parts of themselves, instead of being able to put all themselves together again and make peace with every part of themselves. And so that seems to be at play here too. So dealing with the self and stepping into the self is what this is all about as well. Okay, so here's my th other theory about this universe. What if this is not just a dream within a dream, but a dream within a dream within a dream or something like that? What if this is one of those things where it is so like them watching themselves in a movie, watching themselves in a movie, watching themselves in a movie? What if it's all these layers and dimensions? Because what if this is all a movie? Because think about it, Taeyeon's character and all the clones were watching him in the theater and here's my weird jump and stretch in this theory, but in Wavy's Turn Back Time video, they say 5, 4, 3, 2, but they don't say the one. You know who doesn't say the one? Cameramen on a movie set, they don't say the one. They say 5, 4, 3, 2, just like Wavy did. I don't know, I'm just saying, maybe someone is, some evil mastermind is behind the scenes manipulating this movie. Just something to think about. So I think this may all be all be a dream within a dream within a dream or a movie within a dream within a movie. Parts of this are so reality and parts are such surrealness. Um, so I think that is going to continue to present itself with these connections. Know that an artist has done their job and done a great job when you, you hear a song in concert and then you suddenly love it 10 times more. It's like, oh wow, that actually is a really good song. Like I've been underestimating how good it is. So Baekhyun did that for me. Yeah, he's just a great live performer with obviously a great voice, and that song is just, yeah, one of the best of the year. Number four, Red Velvet. They obviously have such a range. They go from very fun and cute things like Power Up and Zimzalbim and other cute uh, Oompa Oompa, other things where um, they're literally miniature characters or other super, super cute stuff. And of course, they have the Trolls collab. Um, but then, of course, they have Bad Boy and Really Bad Boy and other edgier, sassier songs that have become really popular. So they really let people um, grow up with them because they tap into your inner child through some videos and they tap into your sassier, more rebellious um, vibe as well. Damon's video that I personally love the most is for Goodbye. It's just very visually stunning with the way it turns into fire versus being on this rock surrounded by flowers versus like being in a bed of blue flowers versus like a million other things. So it's just very visually engaging. The known for having these very elaborate movie poster-esque videos. They're just made for movie posters. You know that feeling that you when um, an artist you really like 
their their songs like you really like them but then you like take some time away from listening to them and then you like revisit their catalog and it all feels fresh again and it's like wow these are timeless bops i'm in that mood a lot lately for exo and nct so lately it's been like all exo and nct music and obviously like my other phase but wow like i am in such an exo and nct mood lately um even more than usual and so i didn't realize how much but i got um spotify sent me a message and, you know, maybe this is just a marketing thing, but I'm pretty sure this is real. I've seen a few other people who've gotten it for different artists. Um, they're getting a notification if they are um, in the top 2% of, like, like the people who listen to the artist the most. Like, if you're in the top 2% of people listening to the artist the most. Um, and so I got that for XO. And, look, I know that's re- that seems weird to be excited about, but come on. That's, like, it feels... So I think if these uh, these companies really need to, like, keep pushing that for their artists honestly because even if it's just like five percent top ten percent i feel like they should do that um for more artists marketing wise it'd be smart because now i feel very invested like oh my gosh i gotta keep listening to xo i gotta keep my title there there are two different ways i could talk about mama by xo one is the one was the original way i was just gonna focus on to be honest which is just the fun way and one is a little bit deeper and more serious but so the, the fun way, just a quick overview. So basically, like, they started out where it was this whole, I don't know, it felt to me very much like a Nintendo game intro, but in a good way, where it was this storyline about, like, all the legends come together and unlock the key and a new world shall open up. And it's very dramatic. And it's it's quite a, it's it's really like a, I don't, I don't play Nintendo, but I'm assuming it's like some wizard game on Nintendo. It's like that kind of intro. So anyway, so that's the intro to the EXO universe because that was their big debut song and that was their original concept they were going for a sound like kind of just a goofy song where they're like mama 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 in the bridge <laughs> um but it's actually a very deep song like if you look at the lyrics it's like oh and i do love irony in songs i love songs that sound fun but are really like really dark so that's just me anyway so some of the lyrics in mama include you know i mean the intros in english you know careless anonymous mindless no one care about me uh, and then the chorus is, you know, tell me, mama, why is this that way? Tell me, mama, why is that way? So it's like a kid asking their mom why, you know, I thought the world was a nicer place than this. It's like ignorance is bliss is kind of the message. And now this kid's growing up and it's like, why are people changing? I don't get this changing world. I'm overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, other lyrics like, you know, invisible behind our masks. No one looks at each other's eyes anymore. Those are rough translations of the lyrics. Uh, which is oddly even more relevant today than when this song came out years and years ago. Well, the overall theme seemed to be that the EXO members are were like these half-human things that are kind of given powers in a lab, but were able to learn, realize the full strength of those powers and harness them to literally say, we got that power. And so now they're not like viewing it as this crippling thing. They are viewing it as like, yes, let's take this power and use it and feel empowered by it. They basically seem to have broken out of the lab because in the Obsession video, the setting looks like the lab that was in other settings all destroyed. Like they are in a dilapidated building. So it's almost like who knows if the building was set on fire or just de- demolished or maybe, I don't know. But but they're not trapped in that building anymore. They don't seem to be trapped in the cube anymore. Like I said before, they're now the ones watching the TVs. That, that trend continues. This clip was recorded back when NCT was about to embark on a North American tour, and I was debating how the breakthrough would go, how popular they might be in the USA, 
and why, uh, what that would depend on. And it came to the conclusion, basically, that I try to explain in the following clip, that how much NCT really could break it, break through in America would depend on how much the audience is receptive to goofiness and just being totally fun and out there. This is like a weird psychological reason, but I think it will depend on how receptive the Western audience is to towards how much we want to have fun. Like, honestly, but think about it. So, like, they are the epitome of fun K-pop. Like, one of the reasons you like K-pop fits for fun, you know, ad-libs and sound effects and just, like, goofy element of a lot of K-pop, like, they are the epitome of that type of K-pop. Like, if they think it's just, like, weird and, like, the call and response, if they don't get the call and response and how that call and response is actually a big part of, like, K-pop concert culture, if that's not, like, if they don't never view that as a normalized thing, um, they will probably continue to dismiss NCT and they won't be, like, fully, like, viewed as integrated in the Western music scene. But if people are, you know, down for it, they're down for it. So it'll be interesting because, I mean, psychologically, sometimes people, you know, when they're they're really stressed, they want to listen to music that they, like, get, that really, like, gets them and is deep and emotional and is, like, singing what they wish they could verbalize. And other times when people are stressed, they want to listen to just happy, distracting music. So if people, you know, it could go either way. Maybe this is a time where NCT won't be as popular because people prefer the moodier stuff. Or maybe they're actually going to be more popular because people want the escapism. So it'll be interesting how their music uh, crosses over. I just hope that they do keep that fun charm about them and their music. I hope they don't, like, try to change their musical style to conform to USA standards. I really need an NCT covers album like a full covers album, like all the subunits or maybe certain subunits sing certain songs together. But the more I think about all of these boy band classics, the more I realize that NCT could do an amazing cover of every single one of them. I need them to sing I Want It That Way. I need them to sing, you know, well, that was the main one I was really thinking of. But, and I was thinking of ones that aren't really boy band classics, but like, I mean, some of the high school musical tracks, The Boys Are Back, Get Your Head in the Game, um, now or never, like, come on, NCT would rock those numbers so much. And so anyway, so just something I've been thinking a lot about lately. I mean, they could probably cover some Beatles songs and other classics too. Just like, I can picture them in any element. That's that's what I love about how versatile their catalog is. And, you know, I don't know. I've been really thinking about this more since the Dreams Come True video dropped when, you know, it's it's clearly supposed to make the viewer think about, you know, 90s video nostalgia, so just something I've been thinking about. Because Chain is a song where you would think I would not like it at all, because it is very mu it very much sounds like people were just running around a garage banging on trash cans and other stuff in the garage, and that created the song Chain. Which maybe that's how it happened, I don't know. But it definitely sounds like a song that I would think was just a bunch of annoying noise and way too loud and annoying. But I love Chain! That is such a good song, and something about it, especially Taeyeon's rap part, I know I'm Taeyeon biased, but other than that also, I think Taeyeon's rap part is just perfect for that. Sometimes it sounds like they just took like an electronic keyboard and threw it down the stairs and just let all the sound effects happen, or they just like spent a day goofing off in the garage playing instruments, but also playing things that aren't instruments, like banging drumsticks on the walls or something, and created a sound. It is so like industrial pop meets synth pop that it's just such a unique blend of sounds and I just love it. 
that Taehyung concert. It was so much fun, first of all. So thank you to all of the Taehyung fan accounts that helped create this event. What they basically did was they combined a bunch of Taehyung fan cams from over the years with um, strewn together with these video montages. So they took parts of Taehyung music video moments and they added this cool music. It was like an iMovie, only way better. So I don't want to call it an iMovie, but it looked like you were watching this concert in a theater the with the like trailer-esque um, dramatic music enhanced intro and interludes. It was very cool the way they tied all the fam cams together with those montages and it really it felt like watching movie trailers or something. It was very well done and I was very impressed and that was really exciting and helped build up the suspense. So make sure, just a quick PSA, if you do ever watch live stream concerts, make sure you turn tune in early because right away the intro is one of the coolest parts, side note. Anyway, so that was that was really awesome and it was very fun to watch and just rehear all a, bu a bunch of my favorite bops from over the years and focus on Taeyeon, my Taeyeon project on Twitter and subscribe to Taeyeon project on YouTube to be involved in future live streams or you know group donation projects or other Taeyeon projects. Uh, the accounts to follow you can find on the Taeyeon project page. It's also a Tumblr account. It's all over the place. So. Make sure to check them out. Shout out to them once again. Very well done. I was very impressed, and it was well worth the wait. Before you listen to the following clip, I do apologize. I I inaccurately remembered one detail, so I just want to make a quick correction. Um, as I was going back and listening to my theories about the SM Entertainment artists and how all of their music videos are connected to each other's videos, I realized that I inaccurately remembered who was holding the puppet strings. So when I talk about Yeri holding puppet strings in Red Velvet videos that was actually Irene holding the strings, just for clarity's sake. Sorry, my bad. I inaccurately remembered that. I think the SM music universe is way more involved. Each artist's music videos are way more involved in each other's storylines than it may seem at first glance. So I really do see all these connections between Red Velvet videos and NCT videos and XO videos, etc, etc. So just hear me out on this, but I have quite the convoluted theory about how they all tie together. So let's use Red Velvet videos for an example, because we already talked on a previous episode about NCT videos and Super M symbolism. So. Red Velvet's main storyline that connects here, I see, starts with ice cream cake. And that's when we have the giant bouncing ball that follows their convertible as they drive away. Then in the Dum Dum video, we got introduced to the the whole uh, concept of them being dolls on a conveyor belt, and there's the assembly line and the machinery and the robot icon, and all of that imagery starts showing up. They also dance in the Dum Dum video to, in a room full of these old school movie projectors and cameras and those are rolling as they dance. Then there's there's the school bus scene. All of these details that seem random, trust me, they all are important. That's why I'm pointing out these important details. So uh, the school bus scene, there are clones of each other, so there's just a bunch of them. So we, we're introduced to the conveyor belt concept, the clone concept, the video camera concept, all in the Dum Dum video. And then the bouncing ball started with ice cream cake with me so far. One more quick detail about Dum Dum. In that video, there is this magic act going on as well as a chess game where they're basically using their magic powers and causing the chess pieces to be levitate basically 
on their own. So the concept of these girls performing magic and the chess game and all of that is coming to play already in Dum Dum. Then we had Russian Roulette. So right off the bat with the name, I'm thinking about Love Shop IXO. Just going to throw that out there to let you think about for a while. But anyway, so Russian Roulette in that video, the bouncing balls are back there everywhere in the scenes. This time they're tennis balls, but I don't know if that really matters in terms of the symbolism. The domino, there's literally a domino effect like dominoes are falling over. And there's this black crow that keeps showing up. And then the main thing that you've got to keep in mind, in addition to those symbols, is that there are two members of Red Velvet who are playing Cat's Cradle. You know, the game with the strings that you, like, tie up with someone else's hands and have to undo them or whatever. And anyway, so they are playing with this concept of strings and getting tangled up. Then we had Rookie. Rookie is huge for my theory. So in the Rookie video from Red Velvet, there the video starts with hearing and we're alive, so clearly this is a movie set. I'm not even reaching now, this is what's happening. So in the rookie video it starts out right away with saying and we're alive and it's like a film set. And so at the very end of the video they all take a bow and it zooms out, the camera zooms out and you see the green screen and the wooden stage that they've been standing on the whole time and all of that. But before that they really go on quite the Alice in Wonderland style journey. Honestly, talk about visual escapism. I know I say a lot of K-pop does that, but Red Velvet, especially with Rookie and some of those early eras, well, and the whole Reve festival, really, but anyway, they Red Velvet is so good at that escapism and really takes you into another world visually. So anyway, so they played around with this funhouse concept, quite an Alice in Wonderland type journey where they keep shrinking and then growing again and whatnot, or at least that's what seems to be alluded to. There's, yeah, it's all funhouse style concepts, and they zoom out at one point and you see that Yeri is like holding their puppet strings, like they're literally dolls on strings. Then one quick, one more thing that I hope you remember is that there is this pink smoke cloud, so they're basically conducting magic. So... Just to make sure you're with me so far. Ice cream cake, we got the bouncy balls. Then in the Dum Dum video, we are introduced to the assembly line conveyor belt concept, the clones of themselves, and the magic act with the chess pieces. Russian roulette, we have the bouncing balls, the domino effect, literal dominoes, a black crow, and they're playing cat's cradle. And then rookie is with the funhouse concept, we have the pink smoke, they're conducting magic there. We have them taking a bow in front of the green screen and Yeri pulling their puppet strings. So it's becoming more and more transparently all a show. Red Flavor had that TV infomercial concept going for it. And it it zooms out at one point to reveal that Solgi is, is like a clone of herself. So one Solgi is interviewing the fruit, it's a whole thing, um, and the other one is the boom operator in the shot. So they zoom out to reveal like a clone of her actually operating the, the hanging mic for that scene that is being filmed for this commercial of sorts. Then in the peekaboo video, uh, Wendy is holding up this giant diamond at one point, which is just like the diamond from the EXO Love Shot uh, universe, as well as the symbol of shiny. I always thought about that, about, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but, you know, I, that's always what I think of when I see the diamond symbol, is that, wait, that could be referring to shiny or EXO. And what, now Wendy is holding it in the peekaboo video, so... 
Just saying. Anyway, so in the Peekaboo video, there's a lot of dark magic happening, a seance of sorts, which starts out around Joy, but then ends up happening to the pizza guy that they keep running around tormenting and playing uh, games with, basically. That's why it's called Peekaboo. And so, yeah, it's a great video to just check out, so I won't recap it frame by frame or anything, but I will say it is really... It's, it's just... It's really wild. It's a very fun, quirky, haunted house-esque movie. And it's really great. It's just, yeah, you just gotta trust me on that. But anyway, so in the peekaboo video, we have the diamond, we have the seance going on with the pizza boy that they keep torturing, and then they, he runs out of the house, he tries to call someone on a payphone, he runs out really, like, scraped up, like, something bad happened to him when he came to deliver the pizza to them, and he goes to use the payphone, and no one answers, and that's pretty much where the video ends. And then the girls just stare there, stare up at a full moon. So, if you remember the EXO music video universe, you know how big staring at the full moon is. I'm just saying, something to keep in mind. So, what you need to remember here is that Diamond, as well as the fact that Joy is the Red Velvet member who is uh, on the table, surrounded by the candles when they were doing that whole ritual. So, Joy... Diamond, and then Pizza Boy, <laughs> um, you should just remember for now, and then the fact that they stared up at the moon. Then we get to Bad Boy, where they are dancing in front of these glass cases, just like the ones from the house they were in for the Peekaboo video, and then in Bad Boy they are also dancing by these glass cases with mannequins in them and stuff, which we will get back to later. So then, you know, there's the scene with the bed and the snow and the... Look, I, this one I'll have to get back to later t so it makes more sense. Then we have in Power Up, um, the TV references are back where there's this giant TV that they're dancing in front of the whole time. But then at the very end of the Power Up video, they actually are in the TV. And so keep that in mind. Also that in that video, the conveyor belt concept is back of... Uh, but now a fruity theme for summer, but the conveyor belt uh, machinery type concept, the, the assembly line look, is back. In Really Bad Boy, there's a Hollywood sign in the background of the video, so clearly, again, it's like a movie set reference here. They're, yeah, acting out a scary movie of sorts. The full moon is back. The convertible all the way back from the ice cream cake days is back. Not sure if it actually was the same, but I feel like it's... If it, I feel like that was an intentional parallel car placement anyway um and then they are dancing in the really bad boy video in a room that looks it has this black and white tile floor and you know what that reminded me of a chess board remember i told you to remember that detail just saying okay we'll get back to that zimzalabim that starts with the ticket booth so again all these references to this all being a show joy is the elevator conductor Remember, I told you to remember Joy plays a key role here. There are also other references, clearly, to this being all cinematic with them wearing 3D glasses and a literal curtain closed at the end of the video. They've done that more than once. And this is a stretch, but they are there are fireworks in the Zimzalabim video that make me think of the Coco Bop XO fireworks display. Look, I'll get back to that uh, connection later. There's a little more to it. Oompa Oompa is when... They are, they basically take a little vacation to a vacation house together, and yeah, so long story short, they go on vacation, but the the rainy day is spoiling their plans, so they try to check the weather on TV, but as they watch the TV, guess who's delivering the weather report? 
joy again. So keep that in mind. And then towards the end, they play rock, paper, scissors. Because there's a hole in their vacation house, so raindrops keep coming in. So they play rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to go on the roof and somehow try to repair the roof or fix the problem. And so Solgi loses, and so she has to go on the roof. And there's just a moment where there's the little detail that you've got to look out for that I won't spoil, but, like, she goes on the roof, and clearly there's a moment where you can tell this is, like, she's not just going on the roof to fix it. She's going on the roof to finish a Singing in the Rain-esque performance. There's clearly, like, a scene being acted out here that she's being made to act out by the other members. So, including one of the other members being Yeri, who held the puppet strings earlier. Just saying. Then in the Psycho video, the girls were in the... They, well, at least in one scene, they were in that wardrobe department type place. They were in the backstage dressing room of some sort of play. That was a huge setting for that video. So, quick recap. By the way, if you hear a faint siren in the background, that's just a um, tornado test. It has nothing to do with this theory, but I guess it adds to the theme. Anyway, so, that is what we have. We have the bouncing balls, the chess game going on, the puppet strings, the black magic of sorts... The, the pizza guy that really wishes he didn't deliver to that house. The whole fun, fun house concept where they do shrink a lot and grow tiny and go in the TV or they get big again. Uh, and obviously with the Russian roulette cover art, we see that too with the Gulliver's Travels-esque image. Uh, we have the, um, the clones of them that are there. There's all, there are all sorts of other things that I'm probably leaving out, but those are some of the key symbols. The full moon. So all of this looks like it's it's all part of a universe this isn't these are not just disconnected videos they all transition into each other in a way so let's talk about the connections to other sm entertainment artists and then i will ex i will back up and explain the theory so first it'll sound like random disjointed comparisons i'm making but just hang in there okay <laughs> okay and some of these, I think, are more likely than others to be, like, very actually symbolically significant and intentional, but just, again, hang in there. So, the bouncing balls in the Red Velvet videos just reminded me of the fact that there were those balls uh, in this Jopping video, as well as in NCT videos, where it's, and, you know, even, actually, they look more like the ones, they're metal ones in this Jopping video, but... In the boss video for NCT, remember Taeyeon pulls open the desk drawer and there's that row of balls that look like bouncy balls? I'm just saying those are related. Uh, obviously, we have the um, convertible, which is just like the one from the EXO's Love Shot video. We have a lot of moments where they stop and stare up at the moon or stare up at something. Just like when EXO stopped to stare at the fireworks and Cocoa Bop, as well as just the fact that they have that whole two moons concept going on. We also have, obviously, the wolf in the Really Bad Boy video and in EXO's universe. Then you have um, looking up at the sky, Hei-chan, in the regular music video for NCT, looks up at the sky. And then when he's in the other NCT subunit, NCT Dream, he's also looking up at the sky. So a lot of other moments, too, I believe Win-Win in that video did, too, and other characters, just take a moment to stop as the other characters around them walk around and they just look up at the sky. And that that is also imagery in the Super M posters for from their first comeback where... They, uh, for their debut comeback, they um, looked up at the sky while everyone around them was a blur. That was part of those teaser clips. So 
keep all that in mind that they are all kind of looking at each other in a way. As for the clones, we talked last time about, um, when talking about the NCT theories, that Taeyeon was a clone in the Super M teasers. Basically, a bunch of clones of him were in the theater, in the auditorium, clapping and watching his performance. And there have been clones in several other Red Velvet videos. There were, there were some in Rookie, not just Dum Dum. I don't know if I remember to mention that. But anyway, so that concept continues to come. The Superhuman NCT video had clones too. Again and again, it comes up. Then there's this chess game which I think is more just for Red Velvet, but if you think about the other game they played, The Cat's Cradle, that was a very, you know, tied-up concept, and this Tiger Inside video that just dropped the other night from Super M referenced that. There are also people literally tied up in the XO Universe video. I'm just seeing some connections there for sure. So, as for the magic... Well, we know that the XO members have superpowers. That's their whole concept of their music video characters. And these girls have clearly some dark magic going on with all of the pink clouds of smoke and the other magic spells they cast. So I definitely feel like they are part of that alternate universe along with XO2. As for the crow, um, to be determined what that represents, honestly. But we'll see. I do just think that it was important to note because I feel like that will come back around at some point. They shrink a lot in terms of that. So the Red Velvet members get very little and then very big, and that ties into my overall theory. So I believe we're ready to discuss that. Oh, one more thing quickly. The Bad Boy video has a lot of parallels to other uh, SM Entertainment videos with they, uh, they wake up and it was kind of all a dream. There's that concept of what, what was a dream and what was real that is discussed and debated really in a way. There's the snowy landscape, which is just like the one from the latest Super M video. There's, I mean, everything continues to just add to my theories that is being released. And so keep all of that in mind. There's probably hundreds more references I could make. But two more real quick ones that I just thought of. Um, Joy is the elevator conductor in Zimzalab and Remember. So there's an elevator that plays a big role in that. Do you know where else? An elevator played a big role in the story. NCT. Elevator. The song. We know. <laughs> we love. And then we had the... Uh, there was another moment, too, where there is the... In the NCT elevator video where there's a pizza guy. Johnny's like the pizza guy. Well, kind of like the pizza guy from Red Velvet's world. I'm just saying. They weren't literally like the same actor, of course, because Johnny is not the person who was in that Red Velvet video, but... I'm just saying. Okay, so, what is all of this about? So the constant references to movie cameras and video cameras and audience members in, like, an auditorium setting and magic and puppet strings and all of that stuff that is that really, like, has to do with the theatrical aspect of all of this really ties into what I was talking about last time with... NCT and Super M specifically, but it also applies to Red Velvet and other SM Entertainment artists where the whole thing is not just a show, but it is like a show within a show kind of thing. And so there's a layered universe here. There are several universes stacked together. So if you never watched Horton Hears Who, you may not really get this, but 
It's basically this concept I would summarize as Horton Hears a Who meets Inception. That is SM Entertainment music video universe in a nutshell. Uh, the SM Entertainment universe is Horton Hears a Who meets Inception. It is basically like staring down at something small and seeing another little world there, and then there's a world that they're staring at, and then they're staring at a world, and then they're staring at a world. It reminds me like those paintings of like someone uh, staring at a painting, and then they're staring at a painting of someone who's staring at a painting of someone who's staring at a painting, and so on and so forth. And then, you know, there are all these uh, references on TV shows where a character's looking in a TV, watching someone else on TV, and it's a running joke that can happen, but also um, just this concept of what is real and what is not in this whole aspect of how much of this was just a show. I think this was a show within a show within a show type of thing. And so I kind of elaborate on that more with the NCT episode, but uh, just keep in mind, I definitely think that's part of it. And the fact that Red Velvet members are, sh like, actually, like, shrinking in a little tiny um, compared to the objects around them at in many moments definitely adds to that thought of them being... And, like, the assembly line, the fact that they are, like, literal dolls, like, they are someone that would fit in the palm of your hand in the con this concept, I definitely think that is intentional to go along with the others because it is, like, their... That is the little universe. That is the the universe that Horton hears of the Who's. You know, that is the universe within the universe that you pick up in the palm of your hand and look at, down at it. Like, it's you're not in the biggest universe, that although it feels like it. There's actually, you're actually just like in the palm of a bigger universe or like a speck of dust in someone else's universe, and they are a speck of dust in someone else's universe, and you could keep zooming out. Anyway, so what to look for, really, in SM Entertainment videos are the references to movie cameras and auditoriums and recurring themes in terms of characters looking up and using strings and other symbols. Also, look out for certain settings, because I don't think it's just because it's SM Entertainment headquarters where, they've, where they're filming a music video. I think it's really intentional story-wise why certain music videos for these different SM artists are filmed in the same location or the same kind of setup. So, like, think about how many SM Entertainment videos have a setting where there are broken TVs around them or some sort of TV in the background. And then how many have the glass cases or glass boxes that a character's in or a glass wall? And then how many have all of the plant life around them? I mean, the convertibles. Like, all of this seems very intentional. The garage setting. Okay, that one is just like a thing for K-pop. It seems like every group does a dance number in a garage. But all the other stuff, like, it feels very intentional. I mean, think about Red Velvet's TV everywhere, you know, Super M settings with the TV in the background, EXO with Obsession, Baekhyun with Yun featuring Loco, that's a great underrated bot PSA. Um, just, you know, there's so many other examples I could give of them watching themselves on TV or just that in the background. And then you've got Shiny with Good Evening, I mean, I could go on and on. And then there are the plant settings and the, the colorful smoke in, like, EXO's Love Me Right and, of course, Red Velvet's videos, and it just goes on and on. And so I think those settings are all super intentional. Then you've got the glass cases that kind of have, like, your clothing on display as if in a museum, you know, like a famous actress would. Again, it's that Hollywood theatrical theme here. And 
you know, even, even like the side projects you think are not related to the story may be a little, have a little nod and a wink to the story, like Taeyeon's lawn flight video with the plants in the background, like that whole setting and atmosphere might have had some intentional connections to NCT and whatnot. So I really do think that the SM Entertainment universe is both more than one universe and can be described as one cohesive one. It is a layered universe with if, where you could keep zooming out and see another person or another person, another character pulling the strings, another character filming the situation. It just could go on and on. Another person watching the TV of the person filming, of the person doing this or that. You know, so I think they're all super related. And so where it goes from here is anyone's guess, but I'm sure I'm excited to be along for the ride and to, to just continue to pick up these Easter eggs. And it really... It is really quite a story. I just see so many connections here, and they are not super, super clear for a reason. You know, SM Entertainment artists really do try to keep a lot of the imagery's deeper meaning a secret or just let listeners and viewers come to their own conclusions. So, you know, if you don't believe me, well, you don't really have a reason not to believe me either. I'm just saying, they haven't refuted my claims, so... Why not believe me here? So anyway, so keep that in mind. I, any reference to games or just taking a moment to stop and stare up at the world above you, the bigger world that you're in the palm of, um, those things, keep an eye out for those with SM Entertainment projects. And as for Joy being a main character here, that's something I do think we just need to keep an eye on. I don't know for sure yet. You know, I honestly don't have a huge... Uh, detailed theory about why she is a prominent character, but I do think she has a very unique, important, noteworthy role for the story's sake. Because Joy was the character who is like having the, like the victim of the dark magic in the Peekaboo video. Then she was the weather reporter for Oompa Oompa. Then she was the conductor for Zim Zalabim. So in these videos, she is like one of the main people controlling the shots. But then you... Oh, one more, one more thing I thought of is that there's like the uh, toy toy thing that shoots out dollar bills. That thing, whatever it's called. Um, Sulgi is using that in the bad boy video. And then Wendy's seen throwing something into flames behind her. So I don't know if she was throwing the money behind her, but it seems like those clips were in secession for a reason. So anyway, guess where else the burning money was? In EXO's Obsession video, and of course all the money in the Lotto video, so yet another connection. Um, that is kind of my overall broad theory about how these video worlds are connected, because they are kind of one in the same world in a way, but also not. Hopefully that makes as much sense as it possibly can. I know it's kooky, but that's what's fun about it. And I'm very excited to see where all these artists go from here in their storylines, so make sure you keep an eye out for their next projects, and keep in mind... The all of these details that I asked you to keep an eye out for, and we will add to our theory and talk about this. We will revisit this discussion when applicable. So this is a working theory, and we will return to this discussion soon. Thanks for listening to Seventeen Karat K-Pop today. Check out more info about the show at seventeen karat kpop dot weebly dot com. See you tomorrow.